Crowhill here. Today we review a Dunkel and discuss artificial intelligence. Hello and welcome to Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crowhill. Good evening, Pigweed. Good evening, Crowhill. What's on your mind today? Well, I have a kind of a lame old school email account that nobody's really ever heard of. Uh, and, but when I type in email, I'm so irritated when it doesn't fix my grammar for me. Oh, yeah. I, did, I had just this expectation that mm-hmm. if I just get close, mm-hmm. then the computer is supposed to be smart enough to, if at least, if it doesn't, it should be fixing it on the fly. Yeah. If it doesn't, it should at least underline it with a red squiggly line so I could come back. <laughs> yeah, all and those little things that that's we That's how lame on. this, 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 but that's where we are now. It, it is. I, and, you know, there's something, I have something installed on my computer. I don't even remember what it is that, <laughs> that shows up and like gives me these little suggestions that you should have a hyphen <laughs> yeah. here or whatever. You right. know? It's like, I, remember, I know in, in Word, uh, there's that, that little paperclip guy oh, that gosh, used to I'm bounce. I'm glad they got rid of that. Okay. He's yeah. not around anymore, not around right? Not Thank in the new version. But, uh, but I guess, so, um, is that artificial intelligence? Is spell checking hmm. qualify as artificial intelligence or is that, a precursor. Yeah, that's a good question. So, uh, it's I a, don't know. I can't answer this until I drink this beer. Oh, what do we have here? Yeah. This slightly smaller than normal beer? Yeah, slightly smaller than normal because it's from Europe. And for some reason, they have to give us 11.2 <laughs> fluid ounce <laughs> I beers. want my 0.8 I ounces want my back. 8.8 ounces. Come on. So this is Erdinger's uh, Weiss Beer Dunkel. And okay. I, uh, Mrs. Crowhill and I were out at a German restaurant, and hmm. I had this along with some uh, other German food. And it was interesting, so I thought we ought to, ought to give it a go. All right, so what, what, do you, what do I need to know about a Dunkel? So a Dunkel, you know, I I had thought that a Dunkel was an ale, but a Dunkel is actually a lager. Okay. And it's um, pretty, pretty dark. dark. Dunkel just means dark, apparently. So it's a dark lager. Anyway, and and it's, it's, you should be getting some... Uh, some bready, biscuity notes, a little bit of chocolate. That kind of thing. Yes, exactly. And this one is a, is a Weiss beer, so it's made with some wheat. So that should maybe dry it out a touch, uh, but that's that's what we got. Ooh, that's very nice. And yes, I'm getting all of that. I'm getting I'm getting breadiness. I'm definitely getting chocolatiness. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, you know, these are Germans here. They're not doing any weird additives. They're not forcing chocolate in here. Right. Are, this is all from this is uh, all grains. From, all from wheat. All from malts. And one thing that's interesting about this beer is if you go to a, <laughs> if you go to an American craft brewer and say, I want notes of chocolate and I want notes of this, they'll bang you in the face with it. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll like oh, well, over. You want chocolate? Boy, do I have some chocolate. Exactly. Boy, try some this. Chocolate. Here's some chocolate. <laughs> right. But a lot of these older styles, especially, you know, old German ales and, and beers, they, they don't um, they do not do that. Yeah, it's I mean, it's a, little, you, you a lot more understated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for the average drinker, you know, you'd have to sort of plant the idea mm-hmm. before they would go, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I guess, I guess what you're saying. Just I, I just thought it tasted dark and delicious. Right. Yeah, but very yes. good. I like it. It's oh, very, very nice really beer. good. Yeah. And um, the Brow House, where we went to get it, you know, we ought to just go up there and have some German food and drink some German beer sometime. 
Wiener Schnitzel? You know, I I did all the German sides, but I just got a steak for, okay. for, for dinner. I had some uh, cabbage-based sides and this little noodle thing. I can't remember what it was called, but it was all very good. Very good food. Artificial intelligence. All right. So, let's, so, so, what I would say in the earliest stages is that sort of spell check, and really all we're talking about here is this huge database of a dictionary, and they're going that word. I can't find that in my dictionary, and if you clicked on it, it might give you some suggestions of what you thought you were typing when yes. you typed scientific, and it was wrong. You're like, yeah, that's the one I wanted. Boop. Um, okay, so that's 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 one level. Then then just is just talking about early word before the paperclip guy. Mm-hmm. Um, they would fix your your grammar because you're going you spelled there wrong. You know, I'm at the you, which and is, that's, I, and which that's is pretty what, good. And that's actually pretty good because you know there t h e r e t h e i r t h e y apostrophe r e. Right, the thing has to, you, understand has to understand the context. Which right, yeah, which one applies in this situation? Which is a lot more complicated than just saying that you spelled goblin wrong. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, you know that was early, and uh, it's pretty good. And now what's aggravating is that when it. Like I said, well, I said something about it correcting on the fly. Sometimes that's aggravating because I'm going, yeah. no, uh, that's actually what I want. I yes. have, there's a, we have this stupid program at work where you have to create a client folder and a client password, and it keeps trying to correct your password. Oh, going, my gosh. I'm not right. spelling a real word. <laughs> that's the whole point of the thing. That's the point of a password, you dummy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it keeps correcting it to or, an actual ima- Imagine, uh, so there, there's this funny story about uh, Mark Twain writing a book, and he sent in his manuscript, and the the publisher wrote back and said, we've, we've sent your manuscript off to this lovely editor who's correcting all your spelling errors. And he has he he responds have that woman shot without benefit of clergy <laughs> because <laughs> he's writing spelling, in this vernacular. The right? spelling errors were part of the story. You know, yes. Huck Finn doesn't speak in in correct English. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Right. So I guess one of the early things that I I see in learning is uh, when I f- initially typed. Crow Hill as one word, it would separate it into two words. Yeah. And then once I stuck it back together and hit this is what I want a few times, yeah. they're like, oh, okay. Okay, fine. That's what, That's you want. what he means. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now if I type C R O, I might I'll one of my, my choice will be Crow Hill one word. Mm-hmm. Like Okay, so that's right. That's kind of a learning thing where it's like, yes. all right, that's what that's what this guy wants. Or you you know, you live in a town with a strange name. Mm-hmm. You only have to do it a few times, and they go, "I see. All right, he 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 wants it spelled." Back like in this. the early days, back in the early days, you had to add that word to your. Oh yes, yeah. yeah Remember right. when, when when there was a word that add you would to dictionary. add the dictionary, but you don't have to do that anymore. It, it does that automatically mm-hmm. after you've done it a few times. Mm-hmm. It says, "Okay, I'm going to add. I, I get it. I'm going to add that right. to the dictionary." So. Is that uh, is that in- intelligence or is that what are they called? What's the other thing? So Lear- machine, lear- lear- machine learning, learning yeah. is the other thing, and so machine learning seems to be a, a subset of artificial intelligence. Gosh, and, that's good beer. Yeah, I like it. And one way to look at it is that machine learning is um, machine learning is about pattern recognition and making predictions, while artificial intelligence is about making decisions and taking actions. So. 
So machine learning is pattern recognitions. You, you feed it a bunch of data, and it learns to see patterns in the data. Yeah. So right, like yeah, my own uh, my own last name. You once you start making it capitalized a couple of times, mm-hmm. it's oh, yeah, yeah. All right, I get that. Yeah. Right. So that all those things were early exa- Well early efforts to get us towards where we are now right. and developing this concept of how a, a computer can, uh, you know, can aid us in our productivity. Yes. And one of the things is it, it looks at the words around it and anticipates yes. this is a, this is the kind of phrase that this word would follow. That's kind of, if, you, if, you go, if you go to some search engines and you start to type in a couple of words, it will give you suggestions for what the next words could be. Right. And based on what everybody else is typing. Right. Because at this point, now we're talking a search engine, it's dealing with... Billions of requests. Billions, right? Yeah. right? Based on these billions, right. this if is the kind of thing... If you typed in these words, you're probably the next thing you're going to type is this. Yes. Because we're a lot more predictable than we like to think we are. <laughs> yes, we are. Sort of in the... Amazon, oh, if you like these shoes and this hat and you're looking for this kind of music, I've got a suggestion for and you. And you know what? It's probably and you're, right. And you're like, who do you think I am? A I simple algorithm? I'm a human being. Oh, I do like that Actually, band. I do like that. <laughs> that music sounds pretty That's good. not a bad suggestion. Still offended. <laughs> Yes, it's, it, it is. That is another yeah. application of machine yeah. learning. The, the whole yeah. uh, predictive. Uh, Based you know, on your Netflix watching, yes, you might. And you're again. I'm half annoyed, and then half like, thanks a lot, because yeah. that's uh, actually I did. I did want to see another historical documentary. I really enjoyed it, and uh, I, I forget which music app it was. I was listening to some music, and it would make recommendations, and you know, it turned out. There were pretty good recommendations. It's like, you're right. I do like that music. You're right. So this is, it's an aggregate of... Yeah. All right, wait a minute. How about when I'm driving down the street, uh, I'm coming up the parkway and there's an accident almost every day. Mm-hmm. Is, is one of these other people reporting into the app that, hey... I just saw. I mean, who's driving along going? I just saw an accident on no, Route I th- 197. I think, and I think what it's doing is it's tracking since it's tracking your location. What? Right? It's well, obviously. If, I mean, on a on a map app, it's showing you on a little map where you are. And now that and it, and it sees that everybody's going five miles an hour. Exactly. Once it, all these cars in this area are going slowly. Therefore, I know, obviously, there's a problem there. That's where you get the little, the little red section. The on red the road. section. Yeah. So what it's doing is looking at the data from multiple people driving around and making assumptions about that. Well, if everybody's slowing down, must be something going on here. Yeah. Uh, and uh, for the first time, I don't know if I was on a different app or what. I don't remember ever seeing this before. It said accident reported and then asked me. Uh, it's still the there still or there. clear? Yeah, I've seen that before. I don't know where that came from. And so, right, so now you have really, and it had been cleared. And I was like, well, well, I'm looking at my phone while I'm driving like I shouldn't be. I'm going five miles an hour. So yeah. uh, I said, no, it's clear now, I guess. And so I guess that gets fed into the whole 
right? System. All right. How about this? I, I saw this. So, you know, when you're watching uh, 90 Day Fiance, you watch no, that show a lot? Uh, no. <laughs> so, I saw, which, uh, the, the, they're, they're, I guess there's normal 90 Day Fiance where they just match you with another American person, but this was like foreign. Foreign 90 Day Fiance? Yes. So, she comes in from Latvia and, you know, we're going to see if this is going to work out or not. They have yeah. 90 days. Of course, the incentive for her is to please him. Right. Or, 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 or whichever. Cause she's because she's trying to escape. You're somewhere. either, yes, right. You're either getting into the country. So it's kind of weird in that yeah. way. But this other one was this guy was in Brazil wooing this gal. At least the Eastern European women spoke English. Yeah. In this case, Neither one of them, they were communicating through Google Translate. Oh, my gosh. And while it seemed a little bit weird, I was more fascinated with the accuracy of the whole thing, that he was just speaking into it and then handing her the phone, and and they were having this conversation. I'm going, this thing is that good? Wow, that's, that's it like... It is that good? That like, it, that's a Star Trek thing, the universal translator, where you can speak, speak to somebody in a different culture, a different you know, species, solar system, and it just... Translates it right there on the yeah. Fly. So this is Portuguese and English, and apparently they, 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 I never saw any confusion about uh, in their conversation. I mean, who knows? There might have been some mistranslating going on that neither one of them recognized. But right. as far as I could tell, and as far as my I understand how Google Translate works, it's pretty solid. You know, I got to try that sometime. Yeah, I got to go meet somebody who speaks a language that I don't speak, and just do it and see what happens. That would be very interesting. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had an Eastern European colleague at one time, right? Yeah. So, yeah, try it with that person and just go, all right, I'm not going to forget the English. Uh, no, you speak to me in your language and we'll see how it comes out. That would be interesting. That would be fun. But yeah, uh, yeah so, so, so even that, but that was, that's still years ago. We we're having, we haven't got to where it starts to get really scary. Yeah. Now, uh, nowadays it's getting a little bit. So I saw this uh, show about a British actress who was on a sci-fi British TV show. So she's famous in in Britain and she goes to this AI shop and they make a face, an upper torso, looks very much like her. And they show the whole process, you know, because it's just a mechanical face until they put the implants on, like the cheekbones look like hers and whatever. And then she goes to this long series of speaking phrases, hundreds mm-hmm. of phrases, right. while they're recording her her voice tone and her inflection and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then they set her in a, in a hotel room with a camera. This is like COVID time. And she's going to be influenced, uh, in- interviewed by a journalist. In the next room that they right. don't they don't realize well, Zoom that. or something yeah they're zooming and they interview this AI robot mm-hmm. and it was pretty solid the reactions the the the, the voice the facial expressions mm-hmm. then they then they went back and talked to the various uh, journalists and some of them said something was they thought something funny was up some didn't get anything at all but the idea that it was even close right. You know, th- this reminds me of, I-, I thought it was incredibly short-sighted of the people who own the Star Trek franchise not to interview Leonard Nimoy in a similar sort of way. 
Like they had to know that this technology was coming. They, they had to know that in a few years they were going to be able to make a CGI version of a character. Oh, I see. And then, and then they could put him in a movie today. Yeah. So why not, why not film, you know, just hire Leonard Nimoy to come in and film a hundred hours of reaching for this thing, doing this thing, scratching my head, saying this word, yeah. saying this what other word. What does his word. voice sound like? What interviewing, is, exactly. interviewing. And saying all kinds of things and getting all that into a format that you could then feed into a AI program to generate a virtual Leonard Nimoy. Well, I don't know why they didn't do it. It just seemed like such an obvious thing to do. But if Gene Roddenberry had been around, he yeah, would have thought of that. Yeah, he would have thought of that. But, uh, well, yeah, I hope they do it with William Shatner before he goes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so uh, before, uh, let's think about this. I remember when they first started instant replay. Uh-huh. In sports. Yeah. And there was, was a little a- discussion about... Removing the human element. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, is that what we want to do? So this is this is. I mean, it's probably even before computers. I mean, well, not before computers, but before fast computers that we have now. Or, or like in the baseball world, I don't really follow baseball. Trying to use computers to decide whether something's a ball or ball or a strike. Do you? Well, let's jump ahead to that. They are doing it. Yeah, they're doing. They they have they've decided that this year they're doing it in. Minor league, huh? I thought no you, so. Right now, right, right now, when you watch, if you watch baseball, that strike box is there, yeah, and there's a trajectory following the ball to see if it's a ball or a strike, but it's still the discrepancy of the right. umpire. Yeah, this is just for the home viewer to see. Where yeah. the ball comes in, okay, and everybody, all, all baseball players understand that different umpires have different strike zones, and as long as they're calling it consistently for all players throughout the entire game, yeah. everybody is cool with it. Yeah. He's not calling that high, that high strike up around the shoulders. All right, everybody, get that. He's not calling the high strike, or he is, right? Mm-hmm. So, so what they're trying out is what about this camera, this camera with this three D, because the, over the length of the the plate. Mm-hmm. It can be a strike in the beginning and not a strike oh, at the wow. end kind of a thing. So yeah. that's always been a yeah. drawback of just the two-dimensional yeah. thing. But now they have developed this, and they're going to be using it at, like, triple-A ball. Okay. And, again, is that what we want? Do we want to remove the human element? And is, is that part of the game? Because it seems like with all of this increase in... Uh, in what, 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 the, the instant replay. Yeah. We keep adding more and more things to the instant replay, so yeah. that which is sucks for the, watching the game. Right. And they keep putting in rules about how long it's supposed to take because it's dragging the damn game down. Yeah. So I was watching an NFL game where there was a play where the if you slowed it down enough, it was obviously a defensive pass interference. But if you looked at it. In real time, yeah, it didn't look like defensive pass. In, in real time, it just looked like what what the uh, the rules official said a bang bang football play. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Just, like you have these guys crashing into one another doing bang stuff. bang. The guy's got to make a call. He makes a call, and we're going to go with it. Yes, but if you slow Are it, we down, really going to do it. If you slow it down and go frame by frame, yes, he did actually, you know, touch the guy before such and such or whatever. So that. 
That's, so that's, so that's, this is instant replay. Now with AI, what if we turn the entire game over? Right? Of course, of course, AI can make a zillion calculations a second. It can analyze every player on the entire place where every every lineman has to wear some probes or something on his. Yeah. I mean, is are that you, where we are? Are you holding or not? Yeah. Right. I, you're going. But now you're getting the pure and accurate. Uh, you know, 100% right and wrong of the game with computers, is that what you want to watch? I, I don't know. It's an interesting question because on, on the one hand, you want fairness. <laughs> yes. You, want, you yeah. want things to be, you want the same standards to be applied to yeah. this side and that side. On, Home uh, field advantage. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, does that, it seems to sort of sanitize things. Doesn't it a little it, bit? But, a as a, but, too... but the thing is, as we get more and more used to AI in our lives, AI making decisions about our lives, removing human element, then the expectation is to remove the human element. Mm -hmm. And at what point are we just removing humanity from our own lives? Why don't we just have a bunch of artificial, why don't we just have a bunch of robots playing football? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, you don't have to, people don't have to get hurt anymore. Even So in the World Cup, first time I've ever well, seen. I, no, 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 no. Let's have an entire league of Alicia Vikander clones all playing one another in football. Right. They, right. It will be the super hot lingerie league uh, where everything is 100% fair. And and, and the um, you don't have to worry about them getting injured because they just replace the parts. So, so we're looking at... But, at least you're. T at least you want to see actual androids. You're not just walking CGI football. Right. Uh, yeah. Actual androids. Yeah. CGI. Because CGI football. What would, I mean, you could do that. Right, you could do that. Who cares? Yeah. Thanks for joining us for beer and conversation with Pigweed and Crow Hill, where you'll find lighthearted chats and deep dives. We hope you enjoy our beer reviews and banter. After which we cover everything from Tolstoy to Thomas Sowell, from God to the Green New Deal. From UFOs to UBI. From Ted Cruz to time travel. From home brewing to homeschooling. From transcendentalism to trans madness. You can reach us with your question or comment at pigweedshow at gmail.com. Right, but do you, what if we get to the point where you're watching a sport with no referees? Because uh, I've even thought, what, if, what about. Uh, you're putting sensors in the tip, uh, all over all, the football, all over the football, right. and the field, the grid underneath of the field yeah. grid. Now it knows exactly. We don't have to bring the chains out. Exactly. Check that. Da, da, right. da, da. They should be able to know. Did he get a first down or not? Because it yeah. should show up on the computer. Right. But is is that sucking any of the life out of the game for you? Or you're like, now we know it's accurate and we don't have to doubt and trust humans making bad decisions. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I know, what, right? what, what I even want to watch, let's say, let's say you had a football game between two groups of robots. Would I even want to watch it? <laughs> no, okay, right. no, before we get to that, a completely AI refereed game where there are no referees because you've got AI look scanning and looking at everything. You know, if you, if you had human players and AI referees, I could maybe I could go for that. Because right. that, all but you're doing is applying the rules fairly. Right, but I mean, how many times are... There's holding on every play. Yes. 
So you, uh, but you know, AI at, at some point, you, AI would learn to realize, all right, this hold didn't actually affect the run of of the play. This this run was only made possible because of that hold. Going to enforce that one. I mean, it's not like AI is too dumb to figure that out. It's smart. It's going to be smarter than we are. In three weeks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess AI as referees. I think I could. I think I could go for that. But AI for players, like what if you what if you had a quarter, what if you had a quarterback who had in his helmet like an AI routine telling him who to throw to? So I'm sorry, you're, you're, you're a human quarter quarterback, human however, quarterback. But instead of listening to the, yeah, he's got he's got some feed in his helmet. That's you know like he's the likely calculate. Have you but have you seen all of the, what is all of this? What we see right now, the pass is thrown. And then they are, in the instant replay, they're going, there's a 72% chance of him <laughs> catching it, right? I mean, no, they, yes. they do that now. And I know. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And to say it with, with baseball, too, they're like, all right, this is how fast the guy is running. Yeah. This is how fast the ball is coming in. This is the likelihood that he's yeah. going to – I don't even know if it's fun anymore. Yeah, it, it does take away the human element. And the whole point of sports is – Humans competing against humans. Like I don't want to watch two robots I'm fighting each you, other. We're getting closer and closer. However, as we get more and more comfortable, and not just comfortable but reliant, then our expectation is going to be that the, it's like, do we need the human element really? Right. Uh, what about? So you showed me a just a J- Japanese video. Yes. Woman. Just I don't know. It's just like a music video. And it was, everything it was just this, a, a cute Japanese woman smiling, it's all CG. smiling, and and CG you know, is doing... fine. But this wasn't just CG; it was actually created by AI and CG. Yeah, so it's just, she's just smiling and like carrying a purse and sitting down on a chair and just doing basic things. And it was all completely pretend. It was all AI generated. There was no person. There, there was no human. Right. So it was. Uh... I mean, so what, what what would you feed in? Oh, attractive Japanese woman out in the in nature well, so with that, good music and and go. If you, if you want just a still image, yes, there's a there are a bunch of different em- engines out there where you can type in instructions. Actually, if you go to our website, uh, beerandconversation.com, you'll see a lot of the images are generated by AI because you just go to the AI engine and you say. Let's see. This was, show was about this. So imagine this thing with styled of like a Greek god with a bird in the background, and it will create an image with or a series thing. of images, right? Or a series, yeah, a group series. of four, bunch bunch of different options, and then you pick one, and you can fine tune it, and you can do different things. It's absolutely astonishing what it can do. But this the video that you're talking about takes it a step further. Because yeah. just doing a still image is one thing, but doing a a, a movie right. of a woman winking and smiling and sitting and lip syncing to a song, right? And the song. Hold on, hold on, actually, let's 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 back up to just AI art. Yeah. Um, I if I had if I had a magazine, I would just hire one person. I would not need a, an art department. You don't department. need an art department. Right. So, this is, so a little while ago, some guy wrote a children's book 
where he asked one AI engine to write the text for the children's book. And then he asked a different AI engine to create the illustrations for the children's book. And he published the children's book. He didn't write anything. He, he just asked AI to do different things. Right. And, hey, so, and, and uh, there's no copyright infringement. Uh, he didn't borrow exactly. anything from right. anybody. He, no. He actually is the author, right? Yeah. And it's, apparently he got death threats from illustrators. Yes. Yeah. Because oh, they're yes, like, of you're, course. You're, ta- you're taking away my livelihood. You're right? killing the entire industry. Yes. And guess what? It's already dead. Mm-hmm. Because this AI, uh, AI art business yeah. is nuts. If you wanted to write a book today, uh, two years ago, you wanted a good cover for a book. You'd have to get stock art, or you'd have to you'd have to find somebody to create the art for you. At the very now, least, at the very least, you'd have to do a fiber. Yeah. <laughs> now you just go to the AI thing, yeah. and you say, "I want an image of this size with this, you know, styled like Star Wars, and and with you know two characters doing this, and blah blah blah, and it makes you this incredible image." Yeah, and and, and if it's not exactly what you want, you just add a few more words, yeah. and uh, just does yeah. it again in four more seconds, and do a, uh, do a variation on it or whatever. You have to you have to learn the syntax of how to tell the AI engine what it is you want. But but really, it's not like going to art school. <laughs> no, exactly. So once once you learn that. So I saw this this clever uh, meme on LinkedIn. AI will not replace your job. A human using AI will replace your job. Right. So right. what's what's going to happen is somebody's going to have to learn. Yeah. The, these are the right terms. Okay, that's what you want. Let me hear what you want. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, now I know I use these terms this way to generate the thing that, that yeah. I want to generate. Yeah, and... Uh, He's going to learn that in a lot less time than it takes to learn the skill of being an actual artist. Exactly. So somebody he just needs to artist. learn how to. And uh, I feel bad for artists. Oh I mean, my gosh, artists I, are I, amazing. I, so, uh, no, let's go. so let's move. Let's move forward. So this is just a still image. Up to that 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 video. So now we're going way beyond that. Well, what what about all right? Um, a romantic comedy between two people on a ski trip, and. Yeah, right, write, uh, write, write me, me a script. Yeah. yeah. So now you've now you now it's it's written as a, they're they're all formulaic anyway. I mean mm-hmm. you can see where these things are going. Mm-hmm. Like, right? First they're first they don't like each other, but yeah. so it's already a formula that the AI is gonna pick up instantly. Then you add a setting, a couple of characters, maybe some characteristics, uh, and so what happens when it's AI script a, uh, CG characters. It could write the music too, right? Sure. Why not? Yeah, why not put the score in yeah. there? Yeah. And and it's great. Are, are people going to be worried about the lack of humanity uh, that are that that's involved? Or, or well, so so there's still a human involved at this point. At this point, some human has to say. I want this kind of a story with these sorts of things. But yeah, but it's right? very limited. Go but ahead. It is very limited. But but still, you're saying, you know, I want a lead character, that, a female lead that looks like this, and a male lead that looks like this, and this kind of situation. Right? I mean, if you if you think of... Or, or actually, actually, with with that setting, the, 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 that, that, that ski trip and the whatever, and they, go, and they look at it and they go, how about this? Let's make them Asian characters and let's set it in... Uh, you know, a uh, surfing trip in 
hey, you know what? I kind of like that one better. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. I mean, it would generate it in minutes. Yes. And you can, even now, you can go into the AI bots and say, you know, write me a story with this kind of a character, blah, 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 and, and it'll do it. It's it's absolutely astonishing. And that's that's where things are going. And even... I have found, I've been experimenting with this a little bit recently, yeah. and I've found some limitations. Like, for example, I mean, I, I showed you the the amber homebrew ale <laughs> recipe that I asked ChatGPT to make for me, and it was just stupid. It yeah. had... It's not, that's not going to work. It, it, was, it had too much, too many pounds of grain. It was, it, was, it was wrong. But it had a lot of the stuff okay. basically right. I know. But there, there were a couple things that were wrong. But that's like this generation. <laughs> Two weeks from now, right? It's so, gonna be exactly. So, so much we were talking to this Chat GPT. I mean, it's version four, but it's the first one that's like released to the public, mm-hmm. and it's like three weeks ago. Yeah, uh, and the whole world is talking about it. The whole world's talking about it. I mean, how long is it? Is version six, seven, and eight? I mean, we're, we're talking about. I mean, something that, not even a year. Jordan Peterson was like, 2023, our lives are going to change yes. because of this. Mm-hmm. And he, so he, he said, he's told the thing, he said, uh, Chad GPT said, uh, write an essay on the Taoist version of ethical morality and the ethics that are outlined in the Sermon on the Mount. And he said, uh, in about three seconds, it was brilliant. And he totally <laughs> nailed it. Right. right? I mean, how, lo- how long would... So you'd have to be familiar with both of those things. Even a very, very smart person, it would... <laughs> I mean, it would at least take a day to write an interesting... To philosophical and grammatical essay. Yeah. No, he, he said... He gave, an, he gave another account oh, of his own. He says, a 13th rule... And he gave it all of the oh in in um in the style of, uh, of King James the King James Bible, Bible and, and something else weird and he's like you know what I'd be kind of hard pressed to recognize that it was not me <laughs> right yeah in seconds yes it, it is it is absolutely amazing it's absolutely up. amazing so so right now we have we have art that can be created by AI right. and it's very very good and there there are times when it's a little weird but. Generally speaking, it's very good. We have in its absolute infancy, by the way. Right. Go ahead. We have text. You can say, "Write me a hero's quest with a character who is a yeah. squirrel, you know, living in a forest." And the grunt and, and oh, right the, the 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 flow of the of the plot, the grammar, yeah. word choice, all yes, and right as written by a nine-year-old. Yeah. Like you could just throw something in like, like you, that. In the style of In so the style so. of. Right. So already you can get those things. We've seen these videos that can be done that are that are amazing. How long is it going to be before we have a movie, a full-length movie, that's no actors, no actresses. No writers. No writers. <laughs> and it's just going to be completely generated by AI. Yeah. How, but how about this one? And, and this this kind of this this goes back to the referees. What about a a, a court judge? Oh wow! So in a way, you would like the human element of a judge who can look out and see the person and kind of get a sense yeah. of that 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 that. But if this judge is now drawing on 
hundreds of millions of cases that yeah. any particular judge could not, mm -hmm. but AI judge could. Yeah. Uh, Did you see the Will Smith uh, movie? Was it iRobot? Yes. Yes. And he was bitter because the robot rescued him instead of the kid. And there was some situation huh. where he crashed yeah, and right. fell in the water or something like that. And he was in the car along with a kid. And the robot came down, judged that he had that a better... The robot did not have, make the proper hu human choice yeah. or something. The, the, exactly. The robot looked at the situation and said... Will Smith has a better chance of survival than this kid. Right. I'll rescue. I can't survive, rescue both. I'll rescue Will Smith, and Will Smith is like bitter for years, saying any human would have known rescue the kid, you dumbass, right? But it, but it didn't. It right. rescued him because it was doing this inhuman calculation based on probabilities and all that kind of stuff. Right. And that was an interesting thing, but. You know, that would just be a little tweak to the algorithm, wouldn't wouldn't it? Yeah, to, say, right, yeah. to say, okay, when when it's when it's close, uh, rescue the kid. Right, right. Just because it's a fifty one forty nine. Yeah. All right. Can we just can we err on the side of like anything seventy thirty? We're gonna go with the thirty for the kid and yeah. this, uh, yeah, right. right, exactly. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's all it takes. So let me give you an example. I you know, this this whole thing about using chat GPT and all this stuff for for all kinds of different uses, is everywhere. And I, I mostly see it in a, a marketing, publishing kind of a okay. situation. So here, here I saw, here are five more prompts you can steal to multiply by 10 your email copywriting results. Here's, here's one. This is something you would enter in. This is the way you would give your uh, explanation to ChatGPT to ask. Write an email marketing campaign using the picture promise prove push framework to paint a picture that gets the attention and creates desire for our product or service in this ideal customer persona. Describe how our product will deliver on its promises, provide testimonials to back up those promises, and give a little push to encourage the reader to take action. Uh, hold on, uh, I'm sorry. Is, is this... Is this Question here. That's your that's your actual prompt that, for, for that's GPT. That's what you write. Yes, that's what you write in. You oh, type in all that my junk, God. and then it gives you an email campaign that does all these things that you've just described. And what do you think about them? They're pretty solid. They're pretty solid. I mean, <laughs> everything that I've seen coming out of ChatGPT, not everything, right. but most of the things are pretty solid. Sometimes they require a little tweaking. <laughs> so did you see the way he, the guy the guy's like I work for Elon Musk um, I really didn't do that much last week uh, I need to come in with like five data points of of productive things that I did last week what would those things look like mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. and it, and it wrote the code for the things that he should have done oh my gosh yeah all right uh, so I know. What, what is, are, are we intentionally, or unknowingly, making ourselves obsolete? I, yes, to some <laughs> to some extent. I had an idea for a for a product, and it required some JavaScript code. So I went to ChatGPT, right, and it wrote the JavaScript code. Shut for me. up! No, it did. I said I need JavaScript code to do this. Here's the JavaScript code. Okay. <laughs> In three seconds. Uh, I mean, fortunately, it doesn't write very good beer recipes. Yeah, are, are so we, far. Are we the only... 
So beer brewers are we, are we the only people that are safe from maybe <laughs> may, maybe for for a little while until it figures that out and then it's and it's listening to us right now. Oh, for God, how it knows! <laughs> I was trying to keep it in the dark. Yeah. So I guess the bottom line is Jeez. we we are Johnny, this we are year. On the brink. Pay attention. Yeah, we're on the this brink. This year is going to be Skynet messed up. is coming, and it's um, you know a lot of jobs. I really like that quote. Um, you won't be replaced by AI. You'll be replaced by a human using AI. Yes. Because I think so, for uh, the time being, that's probably the way it's going to be. Right. And uh, parents with teenage kids, no, don't encourage them to do to be artists or language studies <laughs> or... Or all kinds of things. Or all kinds of things. They, they make them study computers because those are the only jobs that are going to be left is programming computers. But not even programming computers. Because <laughs> the computers can write so the programs. The, 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 the trick is going to be knowing the right things to ask the AI or, I suppose, improving the AI. That's, yeah. that's a good job. Yeah, you know? There's some hardware people that need to make these robots that are eventually going to turn on their fleshy masters. Uh, and kill us all. And kill us all, but maybe they'll spare you since yeah. you're the one doing that. And if and if if you want to read a uh, get into a science fiction universe that's dealt with this whole thing, you should read the Dune books. The, the Dune books deal with this whole question of thinking computers. And well, yeah, in, in the, yeah, in the, in the sense that they turn their backs on them eventually. Right? Well, yeah. So, well, in the original Dune, I mean books, to give it Frank, away. In the original Frank Herbert Dune books, they don't really talk about this. It's way in the future where they've already gotten past it. But then Frank Herbert's son wrote a bunch of prequels, uh, which were which are pretty good explaining kind of like when the when the computers took over and what it was like living yeah not right in dune, in, in dune you don't re, you don't realize how this came about but it did come about right but it, you, you catch it in the middle of the stream yeah where they're they've already rejected the computers yeah for in without knowing yes yeah, so precisely goes, why he goes back and writes the it's mm-hmm. all it's anyway it's an interesting universe i i like that kind of stuff all right, so All right, uh, uh, yeah, we've gone far enough uh, here. And, Let's and, just and say it's a good thing we're close to retirement because you know. No, I, was, I, you know, I, I was kind of thinking that I I would not want to be 15 years old. Right I know, now. right? Now, yeah, what are you going to do? It's it's scarier than it's pretty. You scary even need to think, think about because pretty, uh, it's it's what, what about kind it. of, what kind of a profession can you go into? Like human resources, no. The computer can write all those documents and resolve everything better than you can. Yeah. What profession are you going to go into? Yeah. Oh, right. right. When you get to the point you where know. you would think that, that, yeah, sure, all of those pencil-pushing accounting jobs and, yeah, 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 that's just all numbers and stuff. But what about true creativity? They'll never replace the artist. Sorry. Yeah. There's this, this uh, Nick Cave, I don't know if you know him, he's a... Yeah. He's, uh, yes, so somebody said, write a, a, a song about X topic in the style of Nick Cave, and he was furious. He's like, yeah, that's pretty good, and it's uh, the, the there's no there's no soul in it, because a human uh, writing a song is about the suffering of the artist, da, 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 da. but if you can't tell the difference, is yeah, it? Right. And, and, okay, so maybe the chat GPT-4 
doesn't get it quite right, but ChatGPT five or six will. Yeah, wait, wait, wait till way in the future, like twenty twenty four. Right, we'll see. Ah, it's all dreadful. Oh gosh, yes. that's why beer is still good. Beer is still beer. Thanks for listening to Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crowhill. If you enjoy the show, please tell a friend. We would like to say share it on social media, but we hate social media. Just tell a friend in real life. That would be lovely. Thank you very much.